Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm Alex. Um, Random fact of the day. We're kind of just jumping into it this time. Random fact of the day. Uh, soccer balls were once used for playing basketball. That's why it's the greatest sport in the world. Multi-versatile? Multi-versatile. Just versatile. versatile. Not multi-versatile. <laughs> just versatile. The, the, the multiverse. He, Joe's on a little um, <clears throat> yeah, binge of Marvel. Yeah. So he's got multiverse in his head. Yeah, I had a Marvel day the other day. Last <laughs> week, actually. It was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Universal. Rewatch Quantumania. It still wasn't that good, but whatever. <laughs> um, before we get started, please remember to subscribe comment rate us on spotify mm-hmm. you know choose us as your favorite so and even we, a, an apple on, on apple Podcasts as well. yes too. rate yes. us on I there i always forget about apple Podcasts. Leave a rate, i feel like no one leave a rating leave a comment uh on uh on any episode on just the actual podcast itself everything is greatly appreciated and helps us uh to grow and kind of spread the word of ultras xi the word of the lord yeah Amen. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say amen, amen. instead you said yeah yeah <laughs> um, it's been a while since i've been at church <laughs> But on to the first topic for today. Uh, the Premier League starts this year. This year. Oh, my God. This Sit weekend. This finally. weekend. Not this year. Well, it is starting this year, so you're not wrong. About one day that. we're going to have to do a bloopers thing of all the stupid <laughs> shit I've said oh, to trying to get to, like, one main thing. Yeah, it'll be thing. a three-hour episode. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Um. Anyways, yes. Premier League's back this weekend. Finally. So is La Liga. Uh, we don't have to watch Friendlies anymore. Um, Women's soccer. I mean, hey, last night I watched that uh, that penalty shootout. The first, I think, three pens were all fucking misses in the same side. So yeah, I was really trying. That was pretty to, entertaining. I was really trying hard to defend them this year. Um, they, they, they do it to themselves. It was entertaining at first, man. <laughs> it was. These girls were built different. It still I was has enjoying been some it. Crazy goals, but I don't know. That one girl in Colombia was pretty nasty. Uh, Cardoso, whatever. Anyways, anyways, sorry, sidetracked. Whatever. Um, now we're getting into the, so, the real stuff. It's finally coming back. Premier League back this weekend. Yes, finally. So, Thank God, <laughs> I have something to watch again, man. Um, last year we kind of saw Arsenal fumble the bag. Hard. We saw City's overall just dominance. You know, take over the league, take over the world, actually, because they won the treble. Um, what should we expect from Man City after winning the treble? Do you think it's almost like they've become civilized, where these players? Kind of don't care because they've got what they wanted and like they finally conquered Champions League. Um, I mean, for me, it's 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 not really kind of going that way. It's more scary, you know, looking at City now because you know we we saw them in the past where you know they fumbled the league and Liverpool ended up winning it that year. So you and you saw that they were vulnerable. You saw that they could lose. You know, last year that really like just proved that like the type of champions that they are and you know they actually they have that winning mentality and don't give up until the end because they they understand that it's a long season and anything like it's not over until it all games are played and it's actually over because there was one point arsenal was what 12 points ahead yeah and everyone was like yeah guys it's it's you know it's already it's it was already past like the the what's it called the winter the winter champions yeah they already got past that you know, it was it was still Arsenal. They were still, you know, flying by. It was it was, you know, they dropped points and you were like, oh, my God, it doesn't even matter. Like They still got the league. And you saw them fumble that. You saw City stay consistent at the end of the season where those games get tough because now it's not just, oh, you know, we're facing top teams. You know, we got to play harder today. Oh, it's an easier team. Nobody's easy the second half yeah. of the season. Every game is like a, a Champions League final for how, like even the small teams and how like how good they play at come that time of the season. With City, you saw them last year just kind of understand that, overtake that, and they you like they saw they they knew what it takes to win it at the end, and mm-hmm. you saw them do that. 
then Champions League. Every year that they come so close with the team that they have, they always just fumble. They couldn't get, they got close with Chelsea. That was the closest they've gotten. They fumbled it to Chelsea. And, yeah. and I'm, I, you know what? Like, I, I always say it, I'll give it to Chelsea for that. But like, even watching that game, like, it's not like Chelsea deserved to no, win. No, no. But respectfully, they played the long game and they ended up winning it. Yeah. You know, they shut them down, didn't allow City to do anything, and it worked. Now, City finally was able to, and it wasn't even, a, you know, again, same thing. City didn't really look like, you know, they dominated or, or deserved that match, but they finally got it done. Now they know what it takes to win. They won a trouble. They won it all last year. So this year, it's the same, pretty much the same team. They lost Gundogan. You know, they they made a couple big signings, like kind of help in some positions. Like uh, Gvardiol is yeah. a phenomenal signing that's for me, like, in my opinion. Like, I think that's sign. that's that's amazing for them. And I just feel like this City team is going to be even scarier this year. Champions yeah. League, in the league, like it's, it's not going to be a team that you're going to want to... It's never a team that you want to play, but like now especially, I feel like it's it's a team that it's yeah you know you're not gonna look forward to playing them ever yeah do you think like um given like the because you mentioned guard god guardial and city's transfer market mm-hmm. do you think anybody else like is suited enough like especially after the transfer market bringing in players is there another team that you could think of that could actually rival against city this year or do you think city's just gonna kind of Run no, 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 it. no. I don't think I think we're kind of past those days of City kind of taking it away, like just running away with it. And, and all the other teams like, yeah, OK, they're still big teams, but they were just they were just so far behind City. Now you're seeing teams, you know, like the last couple, you know, um, transfer markets spending a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. They, it's a prem. They always spend money, but now they're spending the right money and investing it the right way. And, you know, not just trying to rush things and just buy like the best players at the moment, but, you know, investing in some youth and, and this and that, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now you're seeing these teams finally do that. And I think it's not going to be as easy for City. I do still think City is going to end up winning the league. But I, th- I think it's going to be a lot tougher for them with, you know, like you, you saw how good Arsenal did last year. They just got like they've gotten better. They got yeah. Timber, which I think is an amazing acquisition oh, by them. Like I, I think that's so low key and not too many people are talking about it. But I, th- I feel like that transfer there is phenomenal for Arsenal. Then, you know, you, you bring in Declan Rice. Like I know his, he's overvalued. Because that's just he's English and he plays in the Prem. It's it, that's what happens. It's 2023. You know, you gotta. You, it's that's just how yeah. it is now. But at the end of the day, you can't take away like how good he's been getting mm-hmm. every year. And it's not just like he's you know he's he's a good player and he's like that. Every year you see, I feel for me personally, he's been getting better and the things that he wasn't so good at, he's fixing that. You know, the next the, the following year. Yeah, and he definitely feels like a. Oh yeah, he feels that like, oh massively, and I feel like that with with Arteta now having him, I feel like that's going to be a massive step for yeah. Arsenal. I make them that more much more competitive going against yeah. City. If you saw like the way they were operating in the midfield, <clears throat> and it was Granite Shaka in that role. Yeah. Now imagine somebody that I think is like a lot better than. Shaka. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And now he's going to take over that role. I think Arsenal has significantly improved their oh, yeah. starting yeah. eleven. The best thing, the biggest thing with that is just that price tag that he's going to have on his yeah, head. Yeah. And, you know, some players, you know, you can you can tell, like, it affects them, especially at the beginning. Some players, you don't even notice it. So, yeah. you know, it'll be nice to see how he kind of fits in the first couple games. But, uh, but yeah, I think Arsenal is probably going to be, like, that that the, the biggest team to rival them. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think Arsenal, like, it, it all depends also, like, how these guys click, the ones that they got. Because, again, Timber's a fantastic signing. Mm-hmm. Versatile could play multiple roles, like whatever. You already saw him playing left back uh, in the Community Shield, mm-hmm. so you saw him kind of taking in that role. Maybe that means Zinchenko moves to the midfield. You know, it gives them a different option, a different yeah. like approach. 
uh, Declan Rice, Kai Havertz too. You know, Kai Havertz. Like that's I think that's a big signing for them. Take away his one Champions League goal, and he'd probably be working at McDonald's right now. But yeah. I mean, see I, how, it's a new team, new environment. Got to see how he does. Yeah, they definitely overpaid for him, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But but in saying that, I think, again, he's one of those players that he offers you versatility. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the marquee signing for Arsenal. Like, a, you, sorry, the trademark signing for Arsenal. Yeah. Someone that could play in multiple roles just in case, like, they want to shuffle line yeah, yeah. or something. Because now, like, like their, their team was pretty much set. They just needed to buy like little pieces mm-hmm. to add to that team. And that's, that's, that's exactly what they did. They didn't get, they didn't lose really anything like a major keys and they they picked up in positions where they needed it yeah i think um another team who had a very like again this is i guess subjective to some people i think this is a very good transfer market would be chelsea yeah i think they had a fantastic one um they had a massive changeover though they had a massive turnover whatever yeah essentially they tried to rebuild chelsea within a year yeah but the rebuild it's not like what you're kind of used to it's Mm. all youngsters um, now, do you think Chelsea could actually remain relevant this season and finish in a top four spot? Or do you see them kind of being that team that troubles the top four, but maybe makes Europa slash Conference League? Yeah, see, like they're like the team that, and not just because like, you know, we have friends that are Chelsea fans, but a team that I'm probably going to follow the most kind of in the background, just because like the team, like they really intrigue me. Like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to go. Like, I want to say they're going to do, I don't know if they're going to make top four. But I think they'll do better than they did last year, finishing what seventh, yeah, yeah seventh low, place, low, lower, yeah, or eighth, lower, ninth, lower, ten, lower, eleven, twelve. Okay, so 12. you would have just kept on going. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, do better than. I'm pretty 12. sure it's twelve. I could be I wrong, think, but I know it's below I the think top. They'll they'll do that. I really like. I do. They. I hope so. But th- that top four, like I, I can, I can see Chelsea, especially because Chelsea's that team that you know you count them out, and then that's when they play their yeah. best football. Yeah. So I can see Chelsea, you know, kind of making that surprise and, and you know, kicking like United or, or, you know, whoever else makes top four out of top four. And they end up like kind of mm-hmm. squeezing in right at the end. But I could also see them, you know, having some difficulties trying to make, you know, everyone kind of click. And because, man, they bought so many, like they got rid of so many players and brought in so many new yeah. players with with the new guys that came in January. So they're not like they're like, you know, club legends or guys that have been there a long time. So it, it's it's a weird mix. They have a lot of people that like I'm really interested to see. Oh yeah, they have a very, very exciting side. Oh, very exciting side. You know, they've already kind of been unlucky now with some injuries that have come up already in preseason. But I mean, that's like, what are you gonna do? That it happens to every team. Some yeah. teams are you know luckier than others, but it's just that's 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 a part of the game. So I, I'm not gonna look at that too much. But no, like Chelsea, this season for me is a, is a very interesting team that i want to i want to follow yeah just because there's so much like unknown about them mm-hmm. i i think they're going to be one of the I, I i always respected poch did i think he was the man for the chelsea job i'll be the first to say no yeah but in saying that i feel like they're actually giving him the young tools he needs and poch is very much like that guy that like you know he's very good with the youngsters he's very good at grooming them he's very good at like growing them mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I feel like they have the proper veteran pre- presence in the right areas in Thiago Silva, yeah. uh, their midfield, like, stuff like that. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see if, like, you know, a guy like Muderick, because I feel like that's going to be, to me, the biggest question mark because he comes with a huge price yeah. tag. Even, even like you know, the, and there's not much proven from him look at, right now. Even in their midfield from, like, last year. You lost Jorginho. Okay, that was in January. But now you lost Kovacic to City yeah. rivals. And you lost um, Kante. Mm. three guys that were like you know veterans and key guys for the midfield became maybe not Jorginho he was kind of slipping away but still 
Kovacic was doing very well for Chelsea and a big yeah. part of their mid. And so, Conte, okay, got last year got unlucky with injuries, but when he was playing, he was still phenomenal running all over yeah. that pitch. Yeah. So, like, like Conte is going to be a guy. Yeah, okay, you played without him last year, but, like, to replace that, like, that's where I, I kind of want to see where these new guys kind mm. of slot in and kind of, you know, can can fill those roles that yeah. have been filled by, you know, one of the best midfielders yeah. in the yeah. world for so I long. I think that'll be very tough to do. I don't think you'll ever find a replacement for Conte. That's why Truthfully, I, I think that guy's a having one, a player like that. Yeah, like, like I, it, I genuinely it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> that's a one in a million player. Yeah. That guy covered oh, everything. Yeah. Um, you did mention earlier how Chelsea's going to be one of the teams that you focus on and you watch and whatever. Mm. Um, but rewind a couple weeks know. ago. I don't know you what were you're, a I don't know what you're gonna say, Newcastle guy. I was about to add that in, but I I, I didn't want to, you know, take away from, from Chelsea there. Um Magpies are still my team, Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be watching a, Chelsea. I'm not going to be supporting where's, Chelsea. Where's my guy? Where's my guy? Klopp? Oh, we took Klopp away. Oh, he's, he's over there. Oh, Klopp's right here. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. taped down. You can't take him you off can't right move. now. He's staying there. Um, One day you'll see him again. You can see him. He's still in, the, he's in frame. Um, I can't see him. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. um, I actually did have a question about your magpies. I thought you'd enjoy this question because, you know, we you're, were saving, we were saving this you're a huge black and white fan, Honestly, clearly. Black and white, man. I die. I'm not wearing magpies. <laughs> I'm still wearing magpies. So, um, so they made some good signings in the transfer market as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the year that they will be competing on multiple fronts. Yeah, it's not just a league focus. It's not anything like that. We've um, got Champions League. Yeah, they're back there. Um, my question to you is: Do you think they have enough, given their depth and like their overall squad, to actually maintain a top four spot and be a top four team? Yes. I don't think they have the depth yet for like a, you know, like a out of nowhere, you know, run like Napoli, let's say. Yeah. In yeah. Champions League where like they're just going to, you know, just end up at the semifinals. You're like, what the hell the fuck did they end up there? Yeah. I don't think that. Again, you know, nothing would surprise me in soccer because I've seen weirder things happen like Leicester City win the league mm. over, you know, mm. the teams mm. that are there. <laughs> it's true. Actually. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to count anything out, but I, I genuinely do think that. Newcastle last year already proved that they weren't just a team that, you know, a a rich owner came in and started spending money and and they're just, you know, a rich club now. Like they showed that they want to bring back that history that they have and make Newcastle great again. And, you know, a team to watch out for in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's exactly what they're doing. Last year, you saw it. You saw they were a very like a fun side to watch. They were competitive. They, they played very well. Um, and everything, and and now I feel like with this with the transfers that they made, okay, like yeah, a lot of them weren't too big. Bringing Tonali in, I feel like that'll help them massively in the midfield. Yeah, like that, that that's a guy that they needed, and that fills a big gap in that midfield yeah. that they were missing. It's a nice little double pivot with him and Bruno Grimaldi. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like that's going to be like, a good duo to watch. I feel like future. if they can, if they can click early on, like that's going to be a very good uh, duo throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But. I genuinely think that Newcastle is still going to, like, at the end of the season, we're going to be talking here. They're going to be making Champions League again. They will be a top four team. I feel like they are good enough and they're going to be, they will be better than, than some of the other, you know, top four teams that usually, you know, finish up there. I feel like Newcastle will be better this year and will finish in that spot. See, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think you always, I do. think, I think it's they're no going to be like very tested now that they have like Champions League and all like the mm-hmm. England has 75 different league cups as well. Like, you know, I, I just don't think they have the depth because the reality is you're not going to bench your stars for champions. No, no. But you also don't want to bench your stars for the Premier League mm-hmm. for your regular season, right? So I feel like they'll have to choose between the two, but they won't make a decision almost like right away. You know what I mean? And 
they'll kind of play it out and see how yeah it they'll play first. it out see which one like see who they draw in their group for uh champions league stuff like that um but in saying that i feel like the teams around them and like everyone in the prem kind of strengthened even more they yeah. got some like like their weaknesses they strengthened that and like whatever like again arsenal had a huge transfer market liverpool had a huge transfer market yeah. city that's already three teams oh, there's only a spot for one more you know and that like again chelsea as you said it they're that team that always knows how to fight. Yeah. So that fourth spot could go to Chelsea. It could go to uh, Tottenham. It to, could go to Newcastle. It's gonna like, go to Newcastle. Like, I don't know, man. It, it could even go to United. No, no, no chance. You really, you're really writing off United that fast, yeah. eh? I'm telling you, being the season, they're gonna go <laughs> off. Oh my God, Ten Hag, what a genius! Oh my God, he got, he got Hoiberg now. This guy's amazing. Way better than Wanghorst. Fucking Wanghorst. Like they're gonna all. You're gonna you're gonna start hearing the fans, and then. It's going to happen like last year where you just never, you didn't, they were losing every game and you just, you, you thought all United fans just disappeared off face of the earth. You didn't hear one of them start talking. Well, United fans are the time. most obnoxious, except, except Jay. Jay's yeah, a Jay's, humble Jay, guy. Jay's one of one. Man. Yeah. They yeah, don't make him true. like that. Jay's a class act. Doesn't rub in that we lost United, 7-1 to them. United, I feel like is, is going to be that team. I feel like they're going to, they're going to choke it and they're going to start dropping. And I feel like they're going to be the team that they're not going to make top four next this, this season. So, who are what is your prediction? I know it's a little bit early, but hey, this perfect. is what we do this here. Is the perfect time. Um, who do you think finishes top four in the Premier League? My top four. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go in order, or do you want me to just give it? You to know you? what? I just give. I it give to it to you both ways. Oh, I mean, fuck. So you you tell me what you want. Um, this is really uncomfortable. Actually, I feel like you're looking at me sexually. Now. <laughs> you're making a, a lot of eye contact. I'll look at you whatever the way I want. <laughs> You know what? Give it to me. Um, just tell me your top four. Not okay, in order. I'm going to tell you in order. Okay, you're telling me in order. There you go. <laughs> City, first place. Okay. Second place, Arsenal. Okay. Third place, Liverpool. Okay. <laughs> and fourth, the almighty Magpies, baby. Oh, That's my top four. I think I'm going to disagree with you. That's my top as four. As usual. That's it, and I'm sticking with it. I can't give you an exact top four like you just did. No, 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 I but I, ask, I could tell you that I think it'll be no particular order. City, Arsenal. I honestly want to say like Spurs might like trouble that fourth spot. Like hey, be in there. Hey, remember when I was in the, Remember like go if you're Yeah, re- but man, it's we'll different, now. It's different now because Big Ange is in charge. Man, they had the Greek charge. fucking the guy thunder, who doesn't buddy. lose. Yeah, and I told you he's a fraud. Uh, maybe man. Spurs. Maybe that's a Spursy <laughs> moment in my head. I'm thinking of, and it's the history of the Tottenham. It's the, tot- it's the history of the Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm gonna say United is that fourth one. Sure, yeah. you're saying I'm gonna say Arsenal, City, Arsenal, City. Liverpool. No, no, no. United. You didn't say Liverpool. You said Spurs. No, I said I want to say Spurs. Oh, okay, I want to okay. say, say Spurs and United. You're no, no, no. It was, a, it was a bit of a debate. I this think will be I'm... Joe's last episode. Last <laughs> episode today. I don't know, man. With United, you know what? You don't know what to expect. Uh, same with Spurs. Like Spurs on paper aren't that bad, and I keep on saying it. They're not that bad. The Spurs. Yes. Yeah, I've always said on that. Paper, I said that last year. I said the year before, but they just suck. It's there the history of the Tottenham. The they will not win anything, and they'll get. To, I, I I don't know what they need, but they maybe just need just to to sell and restart. Well, <laughs> they maybe need to do what Chelsea did. Exactly, bomb the project, buy all the young I mean, kids. No, let's Chelsea, hope for the best. Chelsea was going so well one direction, then all of a sudden a war broke out in Ukraine, and their president was forced to sell and leave, and then everything just went to shit. Yeah, that's true. Because when Roman, like especially those, dude, they they're coming off a of Champions, like they won the Champions League. They had a phenomenal team. They were making signings. And then all of a sudden, it was just like he just started giving, like, yeah. not caring at the end, spending stupid money. And then he sold the team. 
it was just it was it was a shit situation for Chelsea. So there so, so with Roman, they would be in a lot better position than they are now. Speaking of shit situations, who gets relegated? We've talked about the top four. We've talked about the the good ones. Let's talk about the fucking shit ones. Who gets relegated? Okay, Three well, guys, buddy. I mean, it has to be. I, I'm gonna say it's the first one. Easy. I think. I think Luton. I don't think they they last. Luton. Very, I don't think they last very long in the Prem. Sure, their stadium's gonna fucking combust. I could see them going. The next one might come as a surprise, but I feel like this is the year where it happens. Everton go down. Okay. Okay. I said Everton last year, and I was proven wrong. Fucking. And the last right at the end, yeah. and then the last team. I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to say Fulham. I'm going to say Fulham. Okay. Okay. Um, my three. I'm going to say, uh, this is tough. It is. Okay. Like, I want to agree with you with Luton, but I don't know. I feel like there's always one team that stays up, right? Like, you know what I mean? Man. Could it be crazy? The backyard brawlers over here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they come out of nowhere and just fucking. Like do it? I don't know. Fuck, I hate the prem. Um, fucking Van Dyke missed a penalty. He's gonna end up in someone's backyard. Um, I'm gonna go with though. It's gonna hit a nun now. Oh my she- god, <laughs> Sheffield United. Because okay. what the hell is a I was, Sheffield? Uh, I, was, I was actually gonna say that. That was, one of the, that was, uh, that was the last one I was gonna say. Wolves are, wolves are finally gonna go down. Okay, they got rid of Nuno Espirito Santo uh, two years was, ago. That was, that was two years ago, man. <laughs> they have to Grow leave. <laughs> they have to leave. And that last spot, I want to say it's between Nottingham Forest and Luton. No, I think uh, Luton. I don't know I if think I'm saying stays. I'm gonna go with Nottingham Forest, though. I I don't know, man. There's something about loot, and they have to continue their crazy <laughs> story. Just survive. That's it. It's something. You it's think poetic. That, that they stay up. I don't know why. It's the prem, man. The prem's fucking crazy. I know it is. <laughs> they spent four dollars this transfer market, but no, that four dollars got their owner a pack of cigarettes. Then you'll see this season they they'll go and beat City two nothing, <laughs> but then lose against like the, fucking yeah. Sheffield United like six nothing. A team that's already confirmed to be relegated. <laughs> um. Anyways, sorry. That was um. Yeah. Well, that was nice. Yeah. We're done. I mean, no, I'm we're not done. Hopefully, yeah. No. 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 Not done. Got hopefully, stuff to talk you know. What, hey. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope Luton stays up. It'll be if if Luton stays up for the fan, for the fans for the houses there. I think I might become a Luton fan. If they stay <laughs> up, we go God, we, like, we go God, watch man. a game. We go to someone's Ooh. house. Yeah, dude, you go to Father go chill for dinner, the and then we go in there. Like <laughs> there, there's an old age home here. That there's somebody's backyard here. Like it's it is, all there. It's the same setup as their stadium. I'm telling Essentially, you. some would say. Uh, flipping to the other side of life. Uh, more the exotic other, side the other of Europe that's also starting this weekend. Yep, we got La Liga back in town. La Ligers is back. Yeah, it's no one. Apparently, no one cares about La Liga anymore. Like, is mean, that the effect Ronaldo and Messi leaving have? Joe, when you have two of the greatest players to play the game, play there for so long, spoil everybody, and you know fans that are of you know fans of those teams and fans of. You know, teams of you know the Italian league or English league that are watching this because of Ronaldo and Messi. Mm-hmm. You're losing all those, and even people that used to watch this league are just. It's. I feel like it's from what I'm like from what I'm reading. Obviously, because like, I'm not there, I don't you know follow the league as much as say like Serie A. But from a lot, I'm seeing like I'm not, there's a lot of like drop of interest in this league yeah. in general yeah. from like even their fans. Um, I, I I actually agree with that. I feel like it's. You know, there was a point in time, like, okay, for me, I'm still scared of Barca and Real Madrid, no matter More what. More Real. But Barca there's... Lost, like, fucking Tottenham. Today, yeah, man. like, I, I see on Twitter, people are saying, like, I, I actually saw some guy say that if all of Milan's signings click, 
they're deemed one of the best teams in the world, better than Barca, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Barca and Milan should never be in the same sentence. Just enter, <laughs> drop that meme here. You sure about that? Yeah, like, like it's, it's, it's one of those, like, you know, like, it, 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 I guess that's maybe just how far Barca has gone down, that people actually have the audacity to compare themselves to Barca. I don't think they dropped in quality that far down. Like they're not playing the best right now, but, but I wouldn't go and say fucking Milan's a better team. Milan has and the Captain America to yeah. lead the lines. Both dweebs. But anyways, before we get sidetracked and go into the rabbit hole of Serie A again, yeah. um, let's talk about La Liga, getting you ready for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, Real Madrid had kind of an underwhelming season. Finished in second. They only won a Copa del Rey, which I honestly don't think like the fans give a fuck about no, too much. They couldn't. I feel like for them, the it's Champions League or bust yeah. every year. Yeah. Which great. Or the league. It's like, it's, you know, you don't win Champions League, but you win the league. It's like, okay, hey, it's, it's a good enough alternative. Yeah. We'll yeah, take yeah. it. You, They're not happy, but we'll take you it. You disrupted exactly, Barcelona. Exactly. Yeah. Um, They went out. They picked up. They lost one of their best players in Benzema, who kind of had an underwhelming second half of the season. I'm yeah, not oh, yeah, going to yeah, lie. Yeah, only 19 goals. Like, okay, only. Still impressive. But whatever. Um, they went out. They picked up Fran Garcia. So they could, uh, got a better defender over there to replace Carvajal. Um, they picked up Jude Bellingham, of course. Question marks with the signing of Hosolu, But it's also a cheap option. Yeah. You know, like, and they didn't want to spend money because they still want to get Mbappe over there. Yeah. They're still trying to make that work. Um, do you see Real Madrid having more success this year? Or do you think it's going to be one of those... Like, do you think it could be a repeat of an underwhelming season given that they don't have a proper nine that they could trust like Benzema? Um, like, I, I just feel like it's going to like now we're, we're going to see. I mean, again, we never know with Madrid because, like, again, two years ago when they fucking won, I thought like they were, you know, out and out and done. And then all of a sudden Benzema was like, yo, guys, hold my dick. I'm going for Ballon d'Or here. Yeah. And just went off. Can't agree. So with them, you kind of don't like you don't know what to expect. But just looking at them this year and, and comparing the years before. I think Madrid is going to struggle just like for the simple fact, like losing Benzema was such a key guy for himself and for Vinny. Like you Mm -hmm. saw how much he helped Vinny, like just progress and get better as a player, be in the right positions, you know, assisting him and just giving, putting him in those spots where it was like Benzema just literally put on a platter for him. All he had to do was just finish it. Yeah. And you saw, and Vinny was, and he would finish them most of the time. Now you're losing a guy like that, a leader like that. Yeah, okay, you still have your crews, you know, your Modric, but I feel like this season is where you're going to see more of the decline of those two guys. Mm-hmm. You know, for as good as they are, like you can't you're not going to take anything away from them, but there's a point where you kind of you notice it with every player once they get to that age. Some players, you know, last a little bit longer, but you you always notice that that decline that starts happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is that year where you're going to start seeing it in them. You know, thankfully for Madrid, they're not going to have a really an issue because their midfield, even though know, you take out those two, now you have Bellingham, you got Valverde, you got Chumeni, you got Kamavinga. It, like the list goes on. Like they, they, they're okay in that department, losing those guys. But I feel like this year is, is going to be more of like a transition year where, you know, they might not even win a, a, a trophy, even the Copa del Rey, which then I, the fans will be like, wait, hold on, wait, we didn't even win that. What the fuck? <coughs> I feel like that might be one of their seasons, unless in the next, what, you know, 20 days. They end up finishing. Well, it's like the transfer market. No, actually, oh, transfer market end. Sorry, August sorry. 31st? Yes. Uh, no, I think it's like, like September. Okay, like whatever. September fifth. So let's say in the next month, they don't close this Mbappe deal because everyone knows that's what they're trying to do. Mbappe is still playing that. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to extend with PSG, but he wants to stay the season and then leave for free. And PSG aren't having that, so I feel like something's gonna. Like, we're gonna see something pick up randomly. It's gonna be done. It's gonna be like the Ronaldo day and like. 
in like three days is going to be done. Yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. If that does happen, that can completely change their season and put yeah. them from like a, you know, not too sure what's going to happen to they're probably going to win the league and they're probably going to make like they're going to make a really good run in Champions League. Yeah. Because again, the experience and all, most of that team has already been there and put in that position to win. So it's going to be like a it's it's a perfect a perfect storm for them if yeah. they get Mbappe. If not though, for me, I think obviously top four they make it's it's La Liga they should be making it. There's not too many teams that'll There's be kind much of competition push, the competition there, yeah. pushing them out of there. But I don't think it'll be like a trophy. It'll be a trophyless year for them if they don't get it. Yeah, I like I, I do like that Bellingham signing. I do think he's a good player. But um, like if I were if I you go based off of preseason, you mm-hmm. saw Ancelotti experimenting with like a diamond in the middle. Whereas like and um sorry Bellingham was playing like as like that cam yeah and you had Vinny and Rodrigo as the two strikers and I think Vinny and Rodrigo are good players yes but they're not strikers no. you know like those guys can't play up the middle because it, their their speed gets just taken away yeah the, anything they have they're, it's like you know it's not as they're strong not, yeah they're not for me personally they're not they didn't look as of much of as like a, a threat when they were like a three mm. three forwards with. Vinny, Benzema, and and uh, Rodrigo. Yeah. Like, I know it's preseason, but watching that, the Real Madrid-Juve game, Real Madrid's still look good, like, passing and everything, but you knew, like, you noticed they were missing something. Yeah. And, you know, Juve took advantage. They ended up winning that game. But, you like, it, it, you obviously know the, the goal-scoring aspect of it was missing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can't lie on yeah. Vinny and Rodrigo to carry games. They're not those goal scorers. They'll get you those, you know, those winning goals or those random goals but they're not going to be that consistent goal scorer like yeah, Benzema yeah. was. And you notice that. And that even though it's preseason, you still notice that with the team. If he tries going that that route with that kind of formation and sticking with that. Yeah. Um, flipping to the other Madrid, who I feel like really nobody talks about, but they had a pretty decent transfer market. Yeah, they they got Morata. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, they got Javi Galan, like who I think is a great left back. No. Finally, like they haven't had a proper left back, I honestly want to say, since Felipe Luis. So like they finally got a proper left back in. They have they freshened up their center backs with Soyon Chu. They got us Piliqueta who could play center back or right back. Yeah. And they already have Nahuel Molina as a right back. So like it's it as Piliqueta's fantastic depth for yeah, them oh, to yeah. have. Um they maintained some key guys in the middle, like whatever. Um, do you th- like sorry, now the only downfall with uh, Atletico, I would honestly say, is the whole Joao Felix saga. Yeah. That's going Not on. You know, sorted like, out. Um, he wants out. There's links with Barca and Saudi. He's literally come out and said, like, oh, it'd be a dream. Yeah, like, for he, Barca. he's not even happy no. to be there anymore. Um, do you think Simeone should have given him more of a chance during his time there? Or is Simeone right? Because Simeone has come out and said it's not his style of play from the get-go. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. He's openly said that. But that's totally, I, Yeah, I don't blame Simeone because I feel like that signing was just the club going out and spending, even though he said like, yeah, like he doesn't fit my system. Like I don't need him. I don't want him. And maybe mm. go for this player. They just, you know, went with what, like what was hot. And they're like, okay, you know what? Let's go for this name. You know, we can actually get him. We'll pay the money. Well, but he wants to come here. We'll bring him in. <laughs> and they did it without his like, okay, go ahead. Or like that. He really wanted him. And I feel like now it's biting the team in the ass because he said it from the beginning. He doesn't fit the system. I don't need yeah. him. So I don't blame Simeone because he's come out. Like, it's not like it's, it was hidden. Like he's come out and said that like publicly. So it was a known thing, but don't blame him at all for that whole that whole thing that's going on. But like they they need to like fucking sort it out, man. Like I feel bad for the kid too. Like he literally wants to leave, yeah. and they're just kind of holding him hostage there and and demanding all this money and stuff. And I get it, rightfully so. But you also have to be like you know okay, like just you know cut your loss and say okay, fuck. Like 
you know, let's, you know, work something out. And then even if it's a loan with obligation or whatever it is, but just kind of resolve this whole thing instead of yeah. dragging it on. And the longer this drags on too, like that it has an effect on the locker room. You know, when you 100%. see some guy sulking around, not doing his worth, uh, his training, whatever, like players will pick up on that and be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. this guy's a cancer. Get him why is he, up. why is he still here? Like, get yeah. him out. Like, no, no, sorry. No, oh, I thought you were, no, 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 no. Do you see Simeone like having the proper tools Besides, obviously, like the drama that's going on with Felix, I think they will resolve that eventually, yeah, shortly. Definitely. It's just a matter, again, like if they actually agree on a transfer fee. I feel like the only one that will match at 120 mil they want would be a team from Saudi. Yeah. Respectfully oh, yeah. to Joao Felix. <laughs> yeah. I think he's good, but maybe not 120 mil worth. Um, But in saying all of that, do you think Atletico has like potential to actually maybe trouble for the title? Or do you think it's just the top four for them? Um, I think like I, I like I don't think they have you know the the team to kind of trouble the top four, but I gen like I do think that like it's Atletico man. No matter what you look at, you know their transfer markets or, or stuff like that. Like they they always make it work, mm-hmm. and they're always like a, a threatening side that you don't want to face. Yeah, and I feel like that's just, it's just it's the same. As long as you know Atletico's a team and Simeone is that coach, it's going to be the same thing every season yeah. with them. They're making the signings to kind of fill those like the depth, fill those that the roles that they you know they were missing. Now they kind of they they have that now. It, the only thing is this 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 uh, Joao Felix thing, which I feel like will get sorted out. That'll be done with, and then he can focus on the league with the team he has. And I I, I do think he's going to do good. Like that season when they won it, uh, when Suarez went there, yeah, no one really thought Atletico was going to. No, win I was going to say like they just they, like they they just do shit. Like that's one team I feel like I'll I can never like call that's going to win because like I, you they either. They do like shit in the league, or they're just like like they're they're fighting for the the first place yeah. spot. Like it's it's there's no in between with them. It's kind of like a Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, kind but of difference. Yeah, same, same, but same, different. same, but different. I get it. I get but it. But same, but different. but also different. Barcelona has really didn't make any impact on the transfer market again. Okay, sorry, not again. I shouldn't say that. They got Gundogan. They got Oriol Romeo. They got Inigo Martinez for defense. Those were their three biggest signings, I would say. Um, but their three signings are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, their transfers, I personally don't think they're good at all, actually. <laughs> Even the signing of Gundogan. Romeo may be the only one out of that three to make me bite my tongue. No. Because preseason, he looked actually pretty sharp. He looked pretty decent. Um, but it's like, I feel like Barcelona is kind of taking steps back you yeah. know like they promoted all these young kids made a mess you know they were doing so well Pedri Gavi this Nico Gonzalez you know like all these guys and then all of a sudden it's like yeah let's sign guys that are in their peak and yeah. old you know um there's, there's so much that like nobody knows but like but they two years ago they were a billion dollars in debt and couldn't sign anybody yeah then they signed like 40,000 deals with Spotify and this and that and then now like it's like they they can't they can you know, buy players, but they can't buy players. They're restricted. And I honestly do not know what's going on with Barcelona. Yeah. See, uh, I, I think, I don't think they've actually strengthened at all this year. Do you no. know what I mean? In like summertime, I, like, I, I, mean, I can honestly look at you and say they haven't like gone in the mid, like, okay. And the gun in the midfield. Yeah. Okay. You strength you like you strengthen the midfield, but like, where did you, where did you need to, you had, you had De Jong, you had Gavi, you had, um, Pedri. Pedri. Okay. Yeah. You lost, you know, Busquets who, he was still playing every game. 
he was still like phenomenal for that team. He's, you see him still with Miami. Like he's, he doesn't, he barely has to move, but he's, he's, he's pings yeah, balls. But that was, you say that was always the Busquets way. That, of yeah, playing, exactly. You know, like he wasn't a very mobile. Yeah. Guy. Okay. You lost that. You know, it's a big piece that you're losing, but like, I don't think like Gundogan might be the, like, he's going to be that guy to like come in and replace that and, and fill those voids that mm. now that they're losing. I don't think this, it makes him that much of a better team that they're going to be, you know, on the, on the level yeah. of like city and, and teams like that. I can't see that. Yeah, I, I feel like they, they should have addressed their issue at right back. I get it. They have Kunde playing there. But to me, Kunde is not a real right back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I get it. Again, people will argue that it's that when they're defending, it's like that. But when they're in an offense, it switches to this. You yeah. know, when he plays as a it third like center a back. Yeah. back and- but I don't know. For me, I just don't rate Kunde in that role. Mm-hmm. I think they would be better off looking for a proper right back oh, yeah. that they actually could have like whatever. Um, so I feel like their transfer market really didn't do anything for them. They even even the same, left back like, now, and they, and they lost Jordi Alba. Yeah, too. but they have that kid, the Balde kid. So I, I, again, I don't know how to say his first name, so I'm not going to try to. But you know how good you know uh, Jordi Alba mm-hmm, was, yeah. from when he got oh, there yeah. to when he left. Like he was good through and like throughout the whole time. To replace again someone like that, going to be very tough. Yeah, you might have the guys there. They okay, yeah, he's going to replace him. Does he actually work? Is he going to you know do the things that he did? Is he going to defend as well as him? That, that you're gonna have to see. Yeah, it's, that, that's gonna be a, a Jordy's, tough. Jordy's also a tough another tough guy to replace. Exactly. I mean, that's like that's what I mean. Like it's not it's not an stallions. easy guy to replace. <coughs> For your top three, I feel like we kind of have the same feeling here. Who we have is that's gonna finish in the top three. Real Madrid, Barca, Atletico, in no particular order. Would you say that or no? Yeah, I would say, but yeah, Real Madrid, Atletico, Barca. Okay, so in that order, then. Oh, okay. This guy's going with Real Madrid. After he just said he doesn't know if Real Madrid could actually do it. Uh, crazy. Anyways, <laughs> you're you're more fucked up than I am, all right? Um, no, no, what's going on over here, buddy? So who do you think is a team then to watch out for in La Liga? That could maybe finish in that top four spot or even just in general, make it more broad, make it easier. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is a team to watch? Outside in, of those three teams? Yeah, outside that- of those three teams in La Liga. <laughs> um. The one I was, uh, I honestly think, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say Sevilla because I know with even with their Europa League success and and that's, that's all they are. They're nothing more keep than on that. Doing this podcast I, I, with you. I really think Villarreal. That's I not think, a bad show. I think Villarreal is gonna be a, a low key team that's that's gonna be in that top four spot. That you're not like, I mean, they're obviously more known than like a lot of the teams in La Liga, mm-hmm. but still, they're not like a team that's consistently in top four. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that like this year, I feel like they're they're gonna be one of those kind of like dark horse to kind of like kind of go in there and stay there. Yeah. Honestly, it's not a bad shout. I, I really do like Villarreal. They did lose Chuck Weezy, yeah. clearly. If oh, we man. didn't already yeah. make that very obvious. That couldn't, from our that couldn't be Alexandra on the wing. These boots. <laughs> For me, I'm gonna honestly like okay, I want like after last year when Roma played um <clears throat> Real Betis in the uh, group stage mm. and they dicked us down both games that's where like i started paying a little bit more attention to real betis because like again like i didn't really i was gonna, I was gonna say betis like they're just one of those teams that like you don't hear much of like them like their signings or anything like that but like real betis is actually like a they're a well put together team yeah they're coached very well <laughs> and they're very tactically inept and like yes they did lose sergio canales who i think is a big part of their team but I still feel like they have what it takes to finish top four. Yeah. They were they missed it last year by I think it was like two or three points. Like it wasn't that big of a gap. Mm. Um, and I think Real Sociedad just kind of lost a couple key guys, yeah. which isn't good for them because 
you're going to kind of, I feel like you're going to kind of see them yeah. slowly kind of fall off. This like, year I mean, I mean, they be... still do have my, one of my favorite players in Mikel Oyarzabal. I love the little bastard, but I don't think Real Sociedad has what, is, has what it takes to finish top four. Again. Yeah. I think it's going to be Real Betis. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I wasn't too far off the real bet. I was going to say that, but you just, you're Real. just choosing Villarreal because they have a song named after them. No. The yellow submarine. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Giuseppe Rossi used to play there with Marco Sena. No, that is not the reason why Joseph. Al, that's exactly the reason. <laughs> no. Al has a Giuseppe Rossi jersey hung up over here. <laughs> no, I don't. It's okay. Stop, have, stop exposing I have me. a four-line jersey. <laughs> it's okay. I have a Benton Coor. No, Uruguay you jersey. don't. <laughs> There's two kids today that we saw wearing Uruguay jerseys, and he's like, oh, who? what do you think they're wearing? And I'm like, it's probably like Benton Coor. And who was the other one I said? Valverde. Oh, Valverde. And he's like, who the fuck would buy a Benton Coor jersey? I'm like, them Uruguayans. No, no. Them. Then I said only only I would buy a Bentacor <laughs> jersey. No one would actually go out and buy one. <laughs> only I would buy that. Everybody, like, why the fuck do you have a Bentacor Uruguay jersey? Al like, always <laughs> trying to convince me that like Bentacor. Oh, this year, you know, he's playing a little bit yeah, better. Joe, Joe, he found his role. Just like you, I'll always defend my players. <laughs> yeah, but then you realize that the second <laughs> it comes, yeah, after the, like the fourth year, I was like, okay, you know what, guys, fuck this guy's bad. Like I, I, I gotta admit it now. He wasn't getting better. He was just, it was just, he got better like a one season. I was like, okay. Hey guys, you know what? Maybe I was no, right the one, about the him. The one year he was actually decent. That yeah. I started coming around. That's when you sold him. I'm like, got to make do some. We have to make some money, Joel. That's what happens. But yeah, uh, you guys are trying to get Lukaku. But whatever. That's oh my god. Whatever. On that note, guys, I'm gonna end it off yeah, for I was us. Say on that note, I think I'm gonna fucking no, end it off. But Joel, piss me off. Fuck I you. Ended I ended it. it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Thank you, sir. I don't know, but um, it's five o'clock. Is it actually five? It's yeah, late, I told buddy. her. I told her what time it is. <laughs> Nicoletto is in the hallway. <laughs> um. Anyways, thank you guys again. I'm taking Al's thunder right now. Yeah, Don't forget fuck? to comment on everything. Like it. Subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or X, whatever it's called. Not X, your X. X. Don't X. follow your X. Yeah. Bad decision. Fuck your X. Yeah. Really. No. Yeah. Yeah. Bad decision. F- follow us on X. Yes. <laughs> Twitter. Known as Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. Yes, yeah, that's, yes. Um, yeah. Be sure to drop us any questions you have, comments. I guess maybe concerns. Maybe someone's concerned what, for my what health. Concern are they going to have, Joel? I don't know. Why am I looking like Caillou at the age of twenty-eight? Yeah, Joel, it's it's maybe it's, I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it's the Italian blood in nah. us. Our shitty fucking hairlines and, and our families. I'm still just, pale. That's just what it is. What it is. But um, but yeah, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, and yeah, that's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Got another episode next week because we got Seti Astart in our favorite the week after. So next week's going to be another little Yay. spicy episode. We get to dive into uh, Rome. And I know Joe's excited for I'm it. So excited. don't forget to, for, to tune in and listen to that episode. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. It's a great time. Fantastic. I love it. Thank Rome. you, guys. Thanks, guys. See you later. Ciao.